Love Talk Radio. Looking for inspiration to take action, to grow? Then you've arrived. The Cocoa Express is waiting for you. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Best Invention Ever You, where we spotlight some of the best inventions ever. And when I say we, I do it with my amazing co-host, Marilyn Forward. Uh, Marilyn Forward, I have to say Marilyn's been so busy lately, and um, she has um, been one of the um, featured speakers with Les Brown on the first Saturday of April, and we are so proud of her accomplishments, and she has so many other things that she has in store to do, and we support her 155%. She is an amazing individual. She's so talented, and she deserves all of the accolades and honors that she receives. And today, oh, I didn't tell you who I was. I'm Aurelia. I'm also one of the hosts. Today, uh, we're having one of, I can say, one of the most amazing women that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, She hadn't been on the show before, but she has not been a Best Invention Ever Youth Spotlight guest. Her name is Simone Gordon. Simone Gordon is also known as the Black Fairy Godmother. I know we all wish we had a fairy godmother, and now we do. She created this foundation called the Black Fairy Godmother Foundation, and what she does is she provides assistance to um, women and children. And, I mean, it goes a little bit beyond providing assistance. It's she empowers them, and she gives them the ability to be able to move forward. Now, she's been, I mean, you've probably seen her all over the place because her message, her service, and who she is deserves the recognition that it's receiving right now, and it deserves the recognition to receive forever. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you our amazing guest, Simone Gordon. Thank Hello. you so much for having me today. Oh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. I'm so glad that we have you here. Normally we have my my other co-host, but she has been traveling lately, so uh, she's probably not going to be able to join us, but we're going to do a good job together, okay? <laughs> okay, great. Yes. So I have to say, um, you were on the show uh, last year um, with an, on one of our other episodes, and I have, I was so, how can I say, I was so overwhelmed with the, the, the organization that you've created. And when I say overwhelmed, overwhelmed with joy, overwhelmed with happiness, that there is such a thing for people, and please, some of our listeners are not familiar. Can you please tell us how this journey began for you? Well, the journey begins um, back in 2017. Um, I tried my best to get assistance from my son, and a lot of big nonprofits failed me. 
So I turned into um, social media for assistance. And, um, you know, um, I went ahead and I've done that and um, many blessings were flowing my way. So I decided to do the same and to uh, try my best to help others that were in need who were marginalized in the black and brown community. And um, I reached out to a few authors and a few celebrities who helped me um, bring awareness as to what is going on and that many resources are not coming into our community. And with big nonprofits that many of us support, um, most of the money go towards their marketing, their big salaries, where grassroots organizations are doing everything for free, where, you know, we are becoming volunteers. So I began the Instagram um, platform and asked celebrities in their inbox to amplify. Um, many did not answer, but um, Jennifer Paswell, who was a celebrity yoga instructor, and uh, Liz Gilbert, decide to amplify um, the Instagram. And I started off as 100 followers in 2019, and now I am up to date with 45.6 followers. And majority of them are international, and all they want to do is help. Mm -hmm. um, I started this community because there's many people who need emergency food, emergency toiletries, um, emergencies, period, and we have nowhere to turn to. So I was that mom who didn't have the resources. And I just want to make sure that, you know, many families can understand that there is good people out there that's willing to help and to bring awareness. Um, many politicians, um, many um, authors, and many, you know, big-time Fortune 500 companies are now coming to me and saying, what can we do? And I said, it starts in the community. Um, I know many advertisers are giving out money to communities, and they do it for a margin standpoint. But you have to show us what you're really, really, really doing and to understand the meaning of hardship, poverty, and also stability. So I just don't help with money and emergency food. But I tell these women, okay, I helped you with groceries, electric bill, and rent. But what are you going to do to move forward? Because next month you can't stay in the same predicament. So we push them to get education. We push them to get trades and we push them to get businesses by promoting everything on social media. And it's been working. 87% um, of the families that we assisted from 2019 to now are now stabilized, they're working, they're business owners. One is a real estate agent who's doing well in Atlanta, so the list goes on. That is amazing. I mean, I, I have, I can't yell it loud enough. I am so impressed by, you know, it was, out of necessity and frustration, this whole organization was, was founded. And you have not only taken it and given back, but you're also building stronger foundations and stronger communities with your actions. And that is something that we definitely need today, especially. Now, with um, the pandemic, how, was, how did that, that affect your business? It actually, um, it actually uh, put a damper on the 12 volunteers I had, but we strategically and creatively, we strategically and creatively came together and we built a plan to help um, over 100 families across America um, who were in need. Um, and also 50 volunteers across the U.S. decided to come together as well and help us. Um, feed the families, and we raised um, approximately 
150000 in one week, and we teamed up with Instacart and started sending out emergency medical assistance, emergency food assistance. And there were even people in England who were shipping formula from England to the U.S. to families who needed formula. So um, we were working around the clock 24-7, um, just taking turns, trying to get sleep, and, then, and to also take care of our families because, you know, these are volunteers, and they also have nine to fives, and many were working from home and still juggling the foundation duties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when – see, I believe a lot of people think that it's just um, locally in your area, but this is a global organization um, that helps people, not just in the um, New Jersey area where you're from, but across the country. Is that correct? That is correct. We assist across the United States, and we are, uh, we assist marginalized families. Okay. Now, you have been instrumental in helping a lot of um, the um, victims of, I guess you could say, hurricanes and stuff of that nature. Um, how how did you help with those uh, situations? Well, as you see in the media, um, there are a lot of natural disasters that happen but they never go to our community to raise $13.5 billion, right? Um, a lot of people don't understand that people in rural towns that are in, like, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, they don't have the resources, they don't have the manpower to get out of those situations or to evacuate. Um, they may have cars, but they don't have the gas money, right? So we decided to get gas cars, raise money for gas, and also raise money for Airbnbs to put them in. And we placed a lot of people in Arizona and just booked a whole bunch of hotels and Airbnbs so that they could temporarily stay. That is, that's great. Now, you said earlier that um, when a lot of the major corporations um, try to say, well, when they say that they're offering assistance and um they don't really get it. What is the best advice you would have for them to truly understand and get it? What they have to understand, we, you know, everybody runs a business. And I get that there's salaries to be paid and there's promotions to be paid. But what they don't understand is everybody is not privileged and fortunate enough to sit in an office with a suit and drink coffee. Many don't even have running clean water. So they have to understand they can, you know, donate and, and say that they're donating, but what are you doing? What footwork are you doing to go into these communities and talk to the families and see what exactly is needed, whether it's educational resources, whether it's child care, whether it's food. And, yes, um, many people screen that there's food pantries across America, but most people are being fed canned food. And I think people who are living in poverty deserve more especially if they are experiencing hardships. So that's why we send out fresh foods. So there's okay, a lot. Um, there's a lot. That is a great point that you make because there are so many food deserts in those particular uh, communities, and um, what is left is the pre-processed food or food out of the can. And, you, I mean, you've really touched upon, upon a really important point, um, and that's, Really great to hear it. Um, so in addition to um, that, you also have opportunities f- 
for people to be able to um, receive a scholarship. And uh, I believe it's your Fairy Dust Scholarship. Is that correct? Yes, the Fairy Dust Scholarship from, um, I was honored by Tori Birch and her foundation last year of being a woman of power um, for Women's International Month. And they decided to provide $5,000 to my organization. And I stated to them that we can take that $5,000 and create it into a scholarship fund for single black mothers from the ages of 21 through 40 who wants a second chance in life, and that's education. She thought that it was an awesome idea. Her foundation board members thought it was a, a great idea, and other businesses started to match the $5,000. And that's where we created this Fairy Dust Scholarship Fund. Uh, we had many women who were going to get their GEDs for Mother's Day. Um, we had women graduating. Um, we had women going into technical schools. And people go, well, there are programs for that, especially if you are getting um, public assistance. But with those programs, with the one-stop centers, when you go, it takes up to six months to a year to get the paperwork processed. And at that time, it's discouraging to the mother to go further. So our process is totally different, and we walk them along the way. Um, we have a mom in Texas who is now a certified welder, and she is currently making 51000 a year and been on um, social you know, she's been on welfare for many, many years, and now she's making a living for herself and also having a side business. And then we have another mom who was a single mom and now who transferred over to Spelman College after completing her degree at a local community college in Atlanta. So, you know, we're providing ways that just because somebody experienced trauma or just because a mom became a mom so young and she's going through hardship doesn't mean that her life is over and doesn't mean that she can't experience change. Everybody deserves a second chance, and everybody has that right to change their life and to make it better. Um, I had um, two mentors who helped me at the age of 30 um, to go back to school, and I am graduating um, next month um, with my associate's degree in biology, and I'm going on into the nursing program, um, you know, at, at a four-year institution. So by me leading example, I'm leading other women. Thank you. Yes, that is that's phenomenal. Now, you had in back in March, I think it was, you had a call for um, people to um, apply for the Fairy Dust Scholarship, and you have something special for them scheduled for Mother's Day, correct? That is correct. We we will be announcing the winners, um, their names and the. And, you know, the names in the states that they're living in um, and let us know that they have been granting the award and we're also going to mail them out a beautiful letter and also a token letting them know um, that they have been awarded and it will be in a glass bottle with fairy dust and just letting them know that they're getting a new start in life. Um, the money and the scholarship will go directly towards the institution and not the mom because we want to ensure that they're going to go forward with their education. That is, that's that's fire. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank now, you. Every year you have your um, event in, in October, I believe it is, because I know the last thing you want to show you were getting ready for your event in October. So tell us a little bit about your um, fundraising event. Well, it's called the Purple Diamond Awards, and it's coming along. Um, currently, uh, we are uh, putting things together, but it will be 
around October, hopefully October 22nd, but there's more details to come. Okay. Now, for the average person who wants to help, how can they get involved? They can go to our website at www.theblackfairygodmothers.org, and they can click on Ways to Give, or they can go to our IG, um, the Black Fairy Godmother Official. Okay. Now, my uh, other question to you is, what advice would you give to a woman who is struggling, you know, and is afraid to come and ask for help? Because I know there are a lot of women out there who they just don't know how to ask for help. What, what advice would you give to them? There's nothing wrong with asking for help because you never know that help could turn into a major blessing and that can change your life in many, many ways. Yes, indeed. And how do you get the information out to the communities to let them know? Because this is an amazing organization, but I'm sure a lot of the communities that you serve are not aware of this program. Um, There's many people that are aware of the program. It's just a lot of people are scared, and we go through a huge vetting process, the application process, because we are a 501c3 organization. And at times when people need help, it throws them off a bit. But, yes, we have a huge vetting process, and they must go through the application process in order to receive assistance. But if anybody needs assistance, they can always go to our website and click the application. And once they do that, it does take up to at least six weeks to get get assistance. But at times, it may be a little faster, and it depends on the funding. As a business owner, what hurdles have you encountered when you were trying to set up this foundation, and what hurdles do you encounter um, um, going forward now? The hurdles is being black-owned and only serving our people. Um, those have been the hurdles that we've been going through. Okay. So are there a lot of um, organizations that are willing to, or are there certain criteria that um, – your organization just doesn't fit into, um, please, I'm trying to understand. What's going on um, is that um, with a lot of, well, a lot of people um, feel as though just serving the marginalized community is discrimination to them, but they don't understand that it's not discrimination. I'm actually putting the resources into the community, and that's where we lack at. So some people, it may throw them off to say, well, why is she just helping black and brown and not everybody? You know, it's everybody struggling. But we're the ones who lack instability. We are the ones who get the bottom of the barrel. Um, You know, no disrespect to the war that's going on, but within one week, $13.5 billion was raised for the Ukrainians. We have plenty plenty of people who are homeless and plenty of GoFundMe's, that's on social media, that only get at least $100. So, you know, we have to come together first and build our own community and to make sure that we're able to help and save ourselves. And that's the awareness I'm trying to bring. Things have been broken in our community for years, and it's systematic. It's nothing that we're really not doing. It's systematic and it's generational. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to break those generational curses by saying, guys, Let's get these opportunities now while we can 
so that we will not have our own children being in hardship. And I know that is hard for single black mothers because I'm a single black mother. But if we don't do it ourselves and be strong, then where is it going to lead our children? So that's the message I'm just trying to bring. And it's a it's a very powerful message, and I'm glad you're delivering it because of the simple fact. I believe wholeheartedly 150% in what you're saying, and I understand. I mean, I was raised by a single black mom, so I know the struggles and the hardships. I myself was a single black mother, and I truly understand the hardships, the hurdles, the frustrations that, you know, you encounter. And, you know, I'm grateful for people like you and that have really decided to step up and take a stand. And they're not only walking the walk, they're talking the talk and walking the walk. And that's important because oftentimes we get in, we get to see people talking but never really acting. And you're doing it and you're showing, you're showing us how we should go about things. Now, have you had any of your um, former recipients and, you know, of your uh, program come back and help you? Currently, they are unable to assist uh, because they have their own families and they're building themselves as well, but they have provided testimonials and they're willing to guide the next bunch of recipients for the Fairy Death Scholarship Program on how to be successful. Okay. Great. They're, they are helping, and that, that's important because um, how would you know if no, there's no one to tell how it worked for them? So, I, you know, I'm going to sit here and honestly, it keeps coming to mind, and I've had this, 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 this phrase come to mind in, an, in another show as well, but you are not only, you know, feeding people fish, but you're teaching them how to fish, and that right. means that you know, they're, they're going to be able to sustain themselves. They're building strong communities. You're building strong communities. And that's important because you and I both know that um, the black dollar is um, it's, it's sought after on a regular basis. And why not put, you know, funds behind your organization because the people that you are serving are the, are the dollars that fuel a lot of the economy. Am I correct? Correct. That's correct. So, you know, I, I hope that they could see the things that you see. I hope that they can understand the things that you understand. And, you know, it's unfortunate that some people don't get it until they fall into a hole and then they're like, oh, okay, now I get it. But I guess I'm preaching now. If you're in the position no. to do something <laughs> – then, you know, do it. Don't wait until you have a hardship. Don't wait until your your girlfriend, you know, is struggling. Help people out in general. I mean, the object of this whole uh, existence on this planet is to help somebody. And um, you're fulfilling God's law. And that's important. And, and I have to say, I, I sit here and I have to do better and do more. And, you know, if there's any way that I could offer my assistance to you, please let me know. But I think you're doing amazing because you are actually having a black, a platform of bringing people like myself into the front force and letting people know what is actually going on. And also maybe someone who does need help, 
and don't know how to get it. So you're doing the work. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's great to hear. And you know what? See, this is the part where my co-host, who I miss her dearly today, we say, Simone Horton, you are the best invention ever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. And you see, the whole part of, um, I'll give you a little background on, you know, this show, The Best Invention Ever, you. Um, We've been created by the master creator. And he gives us abilities, strengths, and um, he asks us to use them. And when you create, when you invent something, it doesn't have to be, you know, something that is so huge that, you know, the sun is not going to shine anymore. It is people like you who are doing amazing, phenomenal things. And it is because the master creator who created you, who invented you, gave you the ability to create and invent things that could help people. And that's where this show comes from, us going out and finding people just like yourself, to showcase them, to let the world know you, you, each one of us are the best inventions ever. And I thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me today. Yes, yes, indeed. So do you have any other um, amazing things going on with your foundation that you want to share? Uh, No, it's just that on Mother's Day, um, May 8th, on our social media platform, Um, We will be helping many mothers across the U.S. uh, receive self-care items. So if anybody's interested in purchasing self-care items for mothers, go to our IG at the Black Fairy Godmother Official and go to the link and go ahead and make a Mother's Day wish for someone by buying some self-care items for someone in need. Okay, great. Oh, oh, if there is um, um, someone in need, how do they um, reach out for assistance? They can go to our website at www.theblackfairygodmothers.org, and they can click on the application link. Okay, great, because I'm like, oh, that's important. People need to know this. <laughs> yes, great. So, Simone, I want to wish you a very happy Easter for you and your family and um, an amazing Mother's Day. And if you ever have any other events that you want to showcase or highlight, you're more than welcome to come back on the show because we would really, truly enjoy having you. You too, and thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great one. You have a great Easter. Bye now. Bye. So, everyone, that was um, the amazing Simone Gordon. She is also known as the Black Fairy Godmother. She's created the Black Fairy Godmother Foundation, and you can look her up and you can read all of the the media and the press on her organization. And if you know anyone out there who needs assistance, please, please have them go on to the Black Fairy Godmother um, Foundation.org so that they could be able to um, fill out the application to, to see if they can get assistance if they need it. We have to let people know because there are people in need who don't always know. So that's our goal. I have to say that I truly missed my co-host, Marilyn, 
but she's off doing amazing things. And if you, next Saturday, if you join us next Saturday, we're going to have um, Chris A. Matthews. He's a relationship guru. So he's going to talk about the family and relationships and how we can do better and be better. And as always, it has been an esteemed honor to have you, my wonderful listeners, join us for this amazing conversation that we had today with Simone Gordon. And please join us next Saturday at 1 p.m. where we'll be back with more for you. So always remember that you, too, are the best invention ever. Be well and take care. Hey, thanks for spending time with us. See you soon. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.